shocked if I put on something more comfortable. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. Houston, we have a problem. What we've got here is... The Sadie has no friends. Except, except Sean. Podcast! Welcome to episode 15 of Sadie Has No Friends, except for Sean. Hi, Sean. Hello, Sadie. Another day in a frozen tundra. What's it like where you're at a monument? Um, I haven't. Well, I got up to take my kids to school this morning and I did have to start my truck. Uh, um, our garage is full of junk. And so only one car fits in and I'm a gentleman. So I let my wife park her car <laughs> in the garage. So my truck is outside every day. So I always peek out the window like 10 minutes before I have to take the kids to school and see if there's frost on my windows. And there, there was. Is, Yes. If there is, I run out and I do what they call I'd be a puffer, which is illegal in the state of Colorado. You can't. Start oh, it your is. Car. You can't start your yeah. car. You can't start your car and let it run because there's lots of people that rob. But I think Monument's kind of a nice area. And um, if any robbers are listening, my truck is waiting for you every single morning. Just running. Well, in you the know, driveway. here's what's weird. And I don't want to sound douchey, and this is going to probably make me sound douchey to some people, but I drive an electric car. So <laughs> I plug my car in at night, actually don't go anywhere. And so it never runs out of battery. But uh, the weird thing is like, there's an app that you get like on your phone and yeah. you can start the car. And it's weird to start a car in a garage. Like the first couple of weeks that I had this car, I was like, it freaked me out because I thought we're going to get poisoned. And then why I'm do like, you oh. why do you need to start it, though? Like, what's the purpose? Like, because if it's it? cold, if it's cold and even if the garage is cold, I'm a pussy. Huh. So <laughs> I, I'm I, you know, even if the garage is cold, I like to start the car. So it's at a toasty 97 degrees. I like to be like in the womb. And yeah, I get that. I get that. I'm the same way. That's why I start my truck every morning when there's frost. Although I have I've had an interest in scraping my windows a little bit more lately because for for Christmas, I had asked my wife for this like miracle ice scraper that I keep seeing on TikTok. <laughs> it it's like round. And I watch, have one. Yeah, you watch these videos on TikTok and it looks like it's perfect. And so I open up my gifts on Christmas <laughs> and I get this black cone looking thing. I was like, what the hell is this? Why would you give me a black cone? She's like, that's what you asked for. It's an ice scraper. <laughs> and I, it's plastic and flimsy. And I was like, there's no way this. It's the best thing ever. I love it. It works as well as they show on TikTok. Seriously, it is the best invention ever. And I don't know why, because it is seriously a piece of flimsy plastic. There's no blade on it or anything. <laughs> But it, it gets ice, thick ice, thin ice. It doesn't matter. It gets it all. Again, we're not that old. But I remember using a CD and it'd be like, yeah. shh, 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 and there'd just be little scrapes across and you'd be like, Jesus, take the wheel. Because you would have to turn the defrost on. But you mm -hmm. didn't want to wait because you were cold. Oh, it's so true. I've used credit cards. I've used CDs. What else yeah. have I used in the past? One time I almost got desperate enough because I had to be somewhere on time. And I'm not even kidding. I didn't do it, but I got really close to pissing on my window. <laughs> <laughs> what? And that's bad news because if you put hot on cold, I believe it cracks. What? So not only how do I... you explain it to the glass replacement or the insurance company? Like it was cold. I had a meeting. <laughs> I just pissed on it and I and it did create that where it cracked the windshield. 
Is that covered? I, I mean, it isn't there's there's one of those commercials, you know, which one it's like Allstate or State Farm or one of them where it's like all the crazy things that have been covered before. Uh, they, and they have statues of each event that was covered oh, under God, insurance. That's an I can see the statue. I can see the statue of me pissing on my windshield. <laughs> Being like, is this covered? <laughs> it's covered with that. Whatever that insurance is, not the one I've got, because nothing's covered on my insurance. Let's segue into. We need to we need to thank our friends before we get too deep into this episode, because our friends have sponsored the show. And sometimes we don't do a good job of thanking our friends. And so we should thank our friends. Yes. Yeah, so we want to thank our friends at the Spice and Tea Exchange in Fort Collins. I love it there because I'm drinking more and more tea because coffee just hypes me up and it makes my heart race. And I don't think that's a good sign. And so I've been drinking a lot of tea and they have all that stuff. Ryan loves going in because he smokes meat. He's getting more excited because it's coming up on that meat smoking season. Why isn't it meat smoking season right now? It's cold outside. Well, it is. But I mean, you know, like summertime when you're barbecuing. But he does still smoke meat, which is why we used uh, the other day half of the (laughs) rub that I was supposed to give to you. It's the Steakhouse Spice Blend. So good. So thank you to our friends at the Spice and Tea Exchange in Fort Collins. If you go into their store, the promo code is Sadie has no friends. You just tell them that and you get 10% off. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah, thank zap. you to those guys. Appreciate you. Hey, speaking of my truck. So <laughs> have you ever put a lot of miles on a vehicle? Um, Yeah. But not like as how much many, as... How many is the most you've ever put no, on a vehicle No, actually, before? no. I've never really worked further from like 30 minutes away. That's the radius of everything I'm comfortable yeah. doing is 30 minutes. And if I get past the 30 minute mark, it's too far out of town. It's too yeah, far. Yeah, that's... I haven't really either until recently, but I was working in Colorado Springs. That was the most recent radio job that I had was working in the in the Springs. And so my wife got a job because we had moved there. And then when I took a job in Denver to work on radio where I work now, she wanted to keep working in the Springs. I was going to Denver. So we moved to Monument, which is kind of like the halfway point. So yeah. I have a much further commute. It's only like a half an hour or 35 minutes for me to drive there without traffic, but it's a lot of miles. And so... um I I leased this truck, right? When I was working in Colorado Springs. Yeah, when I was working in Colorado Springs, now almost five years ago, there was a guy who was running this place, right? He was running the the car dealership. And he told me, he was like, hey, we're friends now. Um, Why don't you just take this truck? The cheapest way for payments is to lease it. It's only 10,000 miles a year. It's a five-year lease. That's 50,000 miles, if my math (laughs) is correct. He's like, and then he's like, when you're ready to trade it in, I'll still be here. This is my lifetime job. Just come oh, in and no. we'll work through the details. Well, I didn't know, one, that I was going to take a job so far away. Two, I didn't know that this guy was either going to get fired or go work a different job. Three, I didn't know the dealership was going to get sold. There's a lot of things working against me. July, my lease is up. 50,000 miles is what I'm allotted. I looked at my my mileage thing, my odometer last night. Yeah. 110,000 miles. <laughs> so I looked at the lease contract. If you go, it's 20 cents a mile. The quick oh. math says just to get out of the lease, just to get rid of the truck, just so I can turn it back in. I'm going to owe them like $15,000. At this point, 
this point, you, you're going to have to make a deal to buy it. I mean, well, you yeah. are now st- stuck with that truck because it's true. I'm someone that should have a lease because, again, I do not leave my home very yes. often. And if I do, it's, again, 30 minutes is it's too much if it's past a 30-minute drive. And so I'm the person that should have that. You drive so much. You're constantly going to events and you're going to this and concert. Oh, oh, oh. Sounds awful. 110,000 miles that me and that thing have spent together. And now we're going to spend a lot more because you're exactly right. I, I've never had a lease. This is the first time I've ever leased a vehicle. So I don't even really know how it works. So the guy, a, la- did the guy leave? Yeah, he's gone. Oh, the dealership no. isn't even the same. It's sold. It's something else. Oh, you are just, so screwed. I kind of forgot about it. Like in the back of my mind, it was always there, but I forgot about it until I got a letter the other day that was like, hey, in July, you don't forget to come turn your truck in. And if you'd like to come see us earlier, maybe we can work a deal and you can get a new truck. And I'm like, you, you ain't giving me a new truck. There's no way. I, I'm worried because... Like I'm leasing it right now, so the payment is really, really good. I'm so sorry I'm laughing and you're really So scared. here's what's going to happen. Here's what I'm afraid is going to happen. I'm going to end up having to keep the truck and buy it, right? And my payment's going to be like double to buy the truck that I don't want anymore that I've already had. It's not new. There's nothing cool about it. And now all of a sudden I'm going to have to pay twice as much as I was paying because yeah it's just a mess don't oh no so did you this did this realization come to you like last night were you just like wait a second i should look into that no i said i got a letter they sent me a letter it was like you're gonna have to turn it in oh my gosh what happens if you just don't go i'm set up on auto payments they can just keep taking my 450 bucks a month i just don't ever go can does it work like that will they come get it from my driveway i've always I've always heard you got to stay away from leasing a car because well, yes, of this clearly. Here, yeah, clearly, here you go. Here you <laughs> Why go. didn't you go in and say, "Can I make a deal?" Because now I'm going to be driving a lot more. Why didn't you go in then and make a deal, knowing you were going to be putting on all those miles? I, I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> no Mom. one can I see us. I didn't. He's I just, shrugging. <laughs> he's shrugging your like, shoulders like. Oh. It, it feel, it, I feel like I'm talking to my wife right now, and she's like asking me the hard questions. And I wish I could. Ha- I wish I had an answer, Sadie. I wish I would have done that, but I didn't. So now I, we sit in a situation where I'm stuck with this truck. So what is Shannon saying? Is she mad? She's not mad. She's just like, you're an idiot. You should plan better. Do something about it. You should have done something about it before you were in this situation. So now she's encouraging me this weekend to go in there and talk to them. Well, there's still some time. Because, and you love you love that kind no, of stuff. I hate God that. loves confrontation. It's not even confrontations. I, I I hate confrontation, yes, but I also I don't finagle. I don't deal and wheel. Like here's the, here's my best deal, sir. Here's what I can do for you. And I'm just like, all right, fine, sign it. I'm, I I just, just don't do that. I don't do it well. And so she's like, if you go in now, your lease isn't up until July. You've got a runway because when you walk away from a car dealership and they offer you a deal and you're like, nope, I can walk away. Then maybe they call you again in two weeks and they're like, all right, sir, we're going to come back with something better. But if you run out of time, then they have the ball in their court. So I got a little bit of leverage. I think you got to go in and you got to you got to play it stank nasty and get real and be like, listen, yeah, you want I, this truck. I don't want this truck. Let's make a deal. Give me something got, I want. Here, here's the other problem. It got hit with some hail this summer and I've also procrastinated on that. So I haven't had it fixed and the windshield's cracked and there's a lot oh of problems God. with it right now. There are so many reasons why, thank the Lord Jesus, we would never have gotten married because we're the same person where Ryan's like, what did you do? 
And I'm like, yeah, I totally forgot I did that. <laughs> um, my dog died that I had forever, like my pre-kids dog, Mr. Bojangles. And I loved him, little Pomeranian. He was my sweet best friend. And I mean, I took him everywhere. It was pre-children. And he made it, you know, up until a couple of years ago. And I got really sad. And I went and bought a car. Like and Ryan out of- was out of town. <laughs> it just like remorseful spending? Well, I don't know. I felt like I was, yeah, I was so sad. We had talked about it. And I was going to get this car and we talked about the car and then he left to go out of town. And I thought, oh, my God, look at this deal I found on this amazing car. And when he came back, much like you, it was like I signed up for everything. It's like if you break down on a Tuesday at 4 a.m., do you want to pay forty nine ninety nine a month and we'll maybe send someone your yeah. way to help? And I'm like, that. I mean, I would hate to be on the side <laughs> of the road. I think we can all agree that sounds awful at 4 a.m. So I'm like signing the deals. They gave me an encyclopedia of paperwork. And then when Ryan got home, he was like, what? <laughs> He didn't say it like that. He said it angry. And I said, well, I know. So, you know, we had a car. Well, then you're stuck with it. Once you sign your name on that little dotted line, it doesn't matter what your husband says at that point. Well, let's just say when we went and bought the the roller skating car, uh, he was there. Because they're like, are you interested? And I'm like, tell me. And he's like, no. No, you are not. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, at 4 a.m. when I'm on the side of the road, I don't want to get any shit for calling you. That's true. That's true. That becomes your job now because you wouldn't let me buy it. One time I bought, I was like 21 years old and I really, really wanted this like big Ford lifted diesel truck. And I don't have any reason to have a big lifted Ford diesel truck. Because you have a tiny really, wiener? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it a, it, it's grown since then a little bit, but back then it was real small. So I really needed this truck to compensate for it. And I didn't have any money. I didn't have any credit. And so I called my grandma who always took care of me. She, I anything know. anything I needed, grandma. grandma grandma would help with so i called her and i was like grandma i gotta get this truck it's my dream truck and she's like "Grandma, you saw me when i was born you knew i was (laughs) set up to fail (laughs) we'll take you down and we'll get the truck and i'll I'll put it under my name and you just make sure you make the payments which by the way i made every payment on that truck i never stuck my grandma with it but she helped me get it and that's how she trusted you because you never you're a good boy we got stuck in that stupid financing room and I'd never bought a vehicle before. And my grandma's just a sweetheart and, and they took oh. advantage of us and they sold us everything like that. And then my truck breaks down and I was like, well, I'm sure that's covered because I bought everything under the sun to cover the truck. <laughs> no, nope, because so it wasn't it- on a Tuesday, Sean. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. didn't read it that little print. <laughs> no, I take it into the shop and they're like the first line on this extended warranty that you bought for this truck says no lift kits <laughs> now the truck i bought the truck lifted i didn't put the lift kit on the truck so, so they sold did me. it and then it totally screwed over the oh they the truck was lifted when i bought it they sold me a warranty for non-lifted trucks on a truck that was already lifted that i just okay. bought from them did you go back and say well yes. your stupid faces sold this to me and yep. how did and that go they were like you should have read the contract oh no shut up 
So they were like, Hey, bring it to our shop and we'll do the same. We'll fix it, but we'll give you a discount. And I got like a 15% discount on the (laughs) $5,000 shop that needed to be done. (laughs) Needless to say, I never bought a truck from that place again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sucks when that happens. Can I tell you something I'm very excited about really quick? Yeah, your big truck. No, your tiny wiener. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I love it. Um, we are, it's, it's making me itch, but we're four people away from 5,000 downloads. Holy Ah. cow. You know that no one listening to this show gives a shit about how many people are also listening. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) you have to put out a sense of success. That's true. We're, we're succeeding. We are, we're We're winning. Uh, So I got excited. I guess you're not excited at all. I get excited about these milestones. Let me know when we get to a million and I'll throw you a party. (laughs) Okay. Um, Speaking of getting excited for milestones, you, you told me you had all of this covered today and I've come up with all the subject matter, but here we go again. (laughs) I know. Well, I keep going to the subject that I, and then we start talking about something else. Uh, Okay. I'm going to not, I'm not going to tell you. You, well, you no, all I all I wanted to say was we're on episode 15. My mother still has not listened. Let me mark it on my chalkboard. Another one. Mark it on your chalkboard. I think we're going to hit 100. <laughs> I think we're going to we're I, I would bet you that we will get to 100 episodes because I asked her yesterday. It's now like kind of a running joke. What was her? She's not time? in on it, though, because, you know, right. it's not, she's not in on it. That's what makes the joke sad. <laughs> it's been the same. It's been almost the same excuse every time, though. It's well, always that, that dad got busy doing this or I had to go yeah. pick up this off a of Facebook marketplace. What happened this time? <laughs> I had to go pick something up. My parents are in, they're retired and they love antiquing and they go antiquing. That's their thing. And they found this old fashioned cigarette machine. They don't smoke, but I, I guess it lights up and it's really cool and vintage. And, and so they had to go pick that up. And I said, well, that sounds like a nice long drive. And she goes, well, we would have listened. We were going to, but we were in your father's pickup. And it is like an old ass. Oh, right. And so I'm like, oh, damn. can't hook the old Bluetooth up. I know, but I just I'm like, well, OK, episode 15. Right. I, I my dad through, I think it was seven or eight episodes when we talked, had not listened. And he was like, so you and Sadie have a podcast, huh? How do When's I listen? That taken and I, I, showed him, <laughs> I showed him how he's got to do it and all of that stuff. Here's the thing. I think my dad has probably listened at this point. And he's 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 one of those dads that I, he's proud of me. I, I know he's proud of me, but he never is very vocal about that. He's never he's never yeah. been like the whole call and like, son, I'm very proud of you. You've done a great job. It's, he always kind of leaves me guessing. And so yeah. there's that. But also <laughs> he's kind of embarrassed about the stupid shit that I say most of my life. And so usually when he's embarrassed, he doesn't call in like some parents. I'm this parent where if my daughter said something embarrassing, I'd call and say, hey, that was embarrassing. Don't yeah. do that ever again. No, he avoids it. And so he, he just won't say anything I and he'll know. pretend and- like he hasn't heard it. Now I think I should probably not push so much because maybe there are some things that I probably shouldn't say that I just do end up saying. And so um, can you believe this? We're going on weeks now. Yeah, that's crazy. I, don't know I what's never going thought on. it was going to make it this long. My f- <laughs> Shut up, Sean. I didn't. I'm not joking. <laughs> are you kidding? I quit my job. <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's probably dummy. why it's been on this long, because once again, I hate confrontation and I'm easily <laughs> guilted into things. 
Oh, we are so editing that shit out. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> See, what we talked about last night, I'm like, oh my God, Sean doesn't believe in our podcast. I totally believe. You're like, it's not like we're going to do really well. <laughs> I didn't like, say what? that. I didn't say that. I, I said. <laughs> then I'm like, oh my God, does he not want to do this? And then I feel bad. Did I guilt you into doing this no. when I quit my job? I can say no whenever I want to. <laughs> no, you can't. You can never <laughs> say no. We just talked about this. Yeah, no, I, I really do enjoy it. I have enjoyed it. The biggest problem for me, and it's not this, it's not, it's not this, it's all of it. It's my whole encompassing everything that I say yes to is finding the right amount of time yeah, and, and being better with time management. I was thinking about it on my drive to work the other day and like, what do I, what do I do? How do I, how do I find pockets of time to do more things? Yeah. You're so busy because you say yes to everything. And I'm worried that this is just one thing you said yes to. And then you're going to be like, I just can't. It's well, too it was much. one thing I said yes to. I always wanted to do something with you like this. And I don't know what it's going to be until you try it, but it's been fun. I know we're having fun. Listen, I know that you don't care about numbers, but I'm proud. Well, I don't like to know numbers because I honestly, oh. and Scott, Scott was this way too. So you can, you can relate to this a little bit. Like it's, it, it's, it's a problem, but I'm never quite satisfied. Like it's mm. never good enough. Yeah. Like it's always, it's always, okay, we've made it to this level. Now it has to get to this level. Now it has to get, and it's just never good enough in your mind. It's like rich people. They mm -hmm. like a million dollars would have made them rich and they would have been content, but that now it's not good enough. Now I have to have a billion. And it's just like, it's like that in my head. It's a mental block that I have. And so I, I get depressed on shit. Oh my God. Like that's because you're not. Okay. See, when you quit caring though, that's when I truly feel as though the universe. Probably. Is good so to that's, you. You're putting how so I, much because you're so stressed. You're putting so much crap into the universe and then it's coming back at you. Not to spout, not to sound like, you know, wizard talk or some shit like that. That was but. a little wizardry, but. <laughs> Uh, here's here's how I here's how I put it out in the universe. I just ignore it. I here's this is honestly what I do. This is my mindset is I'm going to do the best that I can in everything that I do. And I'm going to hope and pray and, and hope that that's good enough. And if it is, then great. The numbers will be there. And if it isn't, then the numbers won't be there. And I won't know either way. And I'm content. Oh, OK. So it would drive you crazy to check on updates oh, on yeah, numbers. I hate, I hate really ratings in radio. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. Ratings are uh, how they're so stupid. Explain ratings, Sean, because well, it's radio just, ratings are the dumbest thing I've ever they're heard. So dumb. It's but I mean, I I'm might like, get canceled from radio for saying this, but everybody in radio thinks it. there's one. It's a monopoly. So yeah. there's one company, it's Nielsen. They're the same people that do TV ratings and it's all estimated. And yeah. so for instance, and I'm going to make up these numbers. So don't go Google these numbers and then be like, well, Colorado Springs or Fort Collins or Denver actually has this many people. I don't know how many people they actually have, but this is just an estimate. So Nielsen says, all right, there's a million people in this city, right? There's a million people that live in whatever city you live in that you want to put in your head. And we're going to send out either a little meter that monitors what they're listening to or watching if you're talking TV or a diary that they actually have to write down in what yeah. they're listening to or what they're watching to like every, it, like what in times a, in a city of a million people, 
we're lucky if we get a hundred people that fill out these diaries or have these meters that listen. So now they're going to take these 100 people and they're going to say, all right, we'll take these 100 people and we'll estimate that if they're doing this behavior, then the rest of the million people are doing that behavior as well. So that will speak to the whole market that will speak to the whole city. And we're graded on that. We're great. Yeah. Our jobs depend on that. And so 100 always- people, this sa- small little sample size, baby little sample size is going to determine our future and our money and all of that. It's flawed. It really is such a such a terrible setup how they do it, because then that's what you're bonused on. And so, yeah, it's like the luck of the draw. If this lady in Greeley fills out the yeah. paperwork for three days and like, who's going to do that? Number one. And number two, it was always so obnoxious to me when I would see like press releases of still number one, you know, because in reality, it's completely stupid. It's it's not a thing. It's it's just it's so odd to me. But I mean, I remember on ratings day, people just pacing and oh, my God. And I would always forget. And then I just tell Scott, all right, let me know how it goes. So in in smaller markets, like with with less amount of people, um, for instance, like the Fort Collins market would be considered a smaller market in Colorado. And then there's medium markets, which is Colorado Springs. And then there's major markets, which is Denver. In small markets, you only get ratings in radio. I don't know how TV works, but in radio, you only get ratings twice a year, six months. And so now you're living with these ratings for half of a year. And, yeah. and they'll, they'll and average, they average them together. It. So it actually ends up for a whole year you live with them. And so if you yeah. have that one lady in Greeley that you needed to fill out this diary to say she was listening to you and she didn't, you live with that for a year. You live with the misery of no one is listening to my radio station <laughs> for a whole year because this one person didn't fill out a diary. And media markets are similar to that. But now I work in a major market in Denver where it's weekly. We deal with this shit yeah, but, on okay. a weekly basis. But isn't that a good thing? Because every week, that's more of a accurate barometer than every six months. I would say that it's probably a little bit more accurate. You're right. But because if you get you have stung, to have this, yeah, you have to get drunk once a week so you can get <laughs> ready for these ratings and be prepared for them. Because it truly is with a small sample size. Now you're talking a metro area in Denver that has three, four, five million people. And it's even a smaller sample size because it's weekly. So they can't find as many people. So you're talking 30, 40 people that are, that have these meters on a weekly basis, ever changing. So it's like a roller coaster ride one week. You're in the dumps because there's literally no one that's listening to your station. None zero. And then the next week, the whole city of Denver, all 5 million people. Yeah. It was insane. It was so silly. There was, there's so much ridiculousness behind the system. And, but I mean, that's the game that you play. Then you go out and you say, we're number one. I mean, it's kind of the same because I don't give a shit. So I'm just going to say it with the, uh, uh, what are they? The brought, uh, CBAs. Wait. Oh yeah. 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 I'm happy you brought this up because I was thinking the same thing. These awards, these awards. So it's the Colorado broadcaster association awards. I've only gone one time 
it was in like a Holiday Inn Express. Everybody wore like, you know, you get dressed suits. Up. You get yeah. like dressed up. And I'd never gone. And again, you get the chicken and the rice pilaf dinner. Yep. And then you see over there, oh, she, there's Corey Rose. I bet she wasn't doing her makeup in the car on the way down. Kathy Sabin for me. I remember the first time I was like, Kathy Sabin is in the same room as me. <laughs> for me, it was Adele Arakawa. Um, <laughs> Ron Zapolo, Mike Nelson. I was just in awe. All these people that have read me the news for my whole life are in the same room as me. One of the first events that Scott and I emceed, Mike Nelson was there. And I was like, I, I can't handle this pressure. I can't. I was so upset. I was walking around. I'm like, this man is an institution. Is. It, the same thing happened to me recently. I was at the stock show and I'm walking around and all of a sudden I see this guy from a distance and I'm like, jabs. Jake Jabs. Oh I, that's Jake Jabs. I have to go say hi to him. I've met everybody. I've met Garth Brooks. Uh, but I was more excited about meeting Jake Jabs. And if you listen to this out of state and you're like, who the hell is Jake Jabs? He, he owns furniture stores in Colorado in the commercials throughout the 90s and the early 2000s. Oh, that was oh, it. They had tigers. Jake they had Jabs and tigers, tigers crawling over the, his furniture. And he was a like he's a celebrity in Colorado. I saw him when I was a couple years ago because I was pregnant with Murphy. and We were at AFW, as most people are on the weekends. Um, but we were there and he was there, I guess, once a month. He comes up to the Fort Collins store and does a walkthrough. And I mean, this was like I was pregnant with Murphy. So like six years ago and. He was he was looking a little frail. Yeah. I'm worried well, about I, Jake. And that was six years ago. This was the stock show this year, which was in January. And we're in, in February. So a month ago, I saw him and he looks like he's 97 years old. Really? What? <laughs> and I don't think he's 97 years old, but owning a bunch of furniture stores is probably a stressful thing. And then doing commercials throughout your whole life, wondering if you're going to get eight is also probably very stressful. So could the guy you even imagine that could have gone Siegfried and Roy in a snap of a finger because they're climbing on the mattresses. Yeah. And Jake Jabs is telling you about the mattress springs and how they're made special. Siegfried coins. and Roy almost got eight and they were friends with those tigers. Jake Jabs ain't friend with those tigers. No, they got no. no, they got nothing in the game, like no skin in the game. We can eat Jake Jabs right now because he doesn't feed us. Also, I just think Jake Jabs doesn't take any shit from anybody. I feel like I've heard that from many people. Like, yeah, I have to. man, he doesn't mess around, dude. You know, the who, other, who is super chill? That, well, no, tell, finish your Jake. Well, Jabs. I was just going to say just a little piece of Jake Jabs trivia <laughs> in case you ever run into this trivia question. I guess he's a really good singer and he goes and sings karaoke like once a week still to this day. And he's legitimately good. Heard that from multiple people. Well, he has enough money where he could have marketed himself and be, been a singer. Maybe he had the vocal surgery so that it fixed his vocal cords and made him sing better. Well, then why wouldn't he do it? Why wouldn't he go out and be a star? He has enough money. I yeah, mean, Jake Jabs doesn't look like a star to me. Well, he doesn't look like he's hurting either. That's true. But uh, anyway, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, you know, who's like insanely chill? Who's is, that? Uh, if we're speaking about Colorado legends, um... Dylan Doug. Oh yeah, he's always at the Rockies game. Yeah, I was gonna say I sat with him by at a Rockies game, and first of all, the area that I sat in, I will never probably sit in there again. I don't even know how we got there, but it was like VIP. They bring you food and it's free. 
You just mm-hmm. tell them what food and they bring it to you. Sean, I know you live in the big city and this is exciting, but I was like, how much is this? And they're like, it's free. And I'm like, no, no, no. But like, how much is the, and they're like, it's free. And finally deal and Doug's like, bitch, it's free. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> hey, she we got to go back. Our, here. Our, our time's almost up, but I, I feel like we left a cliffhanger here with the, the CBA awards. Oh, and so yes. you were, we were starting to talk about those and all of these news people who are all gathered in the room because oh, yeah. it's all of Colorado TV and it's all of Colorado radio. So everybody. But here's how it works. You have to actually submit work <laughs> that you've, you you nominate yourself. No one nominates <laughs> you. It's not like you get nominated by the people. No, you nominate, you nominate yourself. And yeah, some you send people, in. I'm excited. Some people at the some businesses are like you have to turn one in you yes. have to nominate yourself for this award and you know what we never won on big 979 because our tr- listen to this shit our transmitter was in Wyoming so technically we weren't a Colorado radio station it was licensed to Wyoming it yes, was so licensed Wyoming to Wyoming station, and right. so we could never compete and then everyone that did compete, they were like, oh, we won again. We w-. I'm like, yeah, because you're like the only one nominating yourself. We can't nominate. Well, I actually ourselves. think this this desk that I sit at has all of and I didn't have this planned, but the desk I sit at to do this has all of my CBA awards in it. <laughs> There's a bunch, too. No one cares, Sean. I keep showing the same one over and over. I'm not actually going through a stack. No. <laughs> Oh my God, I was fooled. I'm like, how I, you got down there? I hate to say this because I it feels good. It, whenever you're recognized, it feels good, right? And yeah. so uh, don't get me wrong. I like winning those things, but like I won't even hang them on my wall because there's almost like a tad bit of embarrassment because I told them that I did this. I said I, I did this. Somebody else didn't nominate me. I nominated myself and it almost seems self-serving. So they sit in this drawer where I do this then- podcast every day. Well, then part of the bigger picture is then the radio station that you work for, the radio company can come out and say, CBA winner, Sean Patrick show, you know, when Sean nominated himself. Just remember that. (laughs) Now, to be fair, to be fair, you nominate yourself. But then once the nominations are in, in, there's a voting. Yeah, there's there's a voting system where. Somebody, I don't know who it is still to this day, somebody out there in the radio or TV universe listens to everything that you did or the work that you did and they vote on it. And that's how you ultimately win. Just because you nominate yourself doesn't mean you win. So there is a process in place. So it's not completely flawed, but it does seem self-serving to an extent. It is just a weird thing. It's like, it's also like how I look at the Academy Awards where it's just like, look at us doing the easiest job in the world. We're not farmers producing food. We're not carpenters building homes for the homeless. We're a bunch of dipshits. And now we're going to give each other an award for it. And I don't know, maybe that's the bitterness because I could never nominate myself. But I'm just speaking the truth because what do I got to lose? I don't work for anybody anymore. There's a lot of these award shows. It's not just the Colorado Broadcasters Association Awards. Every state has that, by the way. But then there's also like industry awards. And so there's there's this award show coming up in Nashville at the end of the month. And it's all industry people who are like, yes, you are the best on air person in the country. But they there's no there's no sample involved or anything. There's no air check. They, they just say oh, they just find you. Yep. You're the best. <laughs> 
<laughs> not wow. based on anything. No, not based on any sort of work. It's it's like the record labels get to vote on it. And so it ends up being the people who probably play the most records for these record the, labels. Do you see the yeah. circle, guys? Yeah, I feel like perfect. no matter what job you're in, it's like a circle. You're feeding the beast and you're just going day by day. But I, I always found that to be such an odd thing well, that I never won an award. Time. You know what? We were nominated for a Wyoming Broadcaster Award and we went up there and Scott and I got all dressed up. This was like, you know, like five years in and Scott and I get all dressed up. And we drive to Wyoming with our spouses and they're all dressed up and we go in and we sit down and there's a chicken and the rice pilaf <laughs> and they announce the people who are nominated for the morning show. And it's like uh, they played clips. So every clip was just so bad. It was like Jimmy and Slinky, ding dong, ching chong, you know, like dumb shit with sound effects and just... And so every time they announced something and they played a clip, Scott and I were like... We're so much better than that. We better win. win. Oh, this is almost embarrassing, everybody. And then guess what? We did not win. We ended up getting like, because not only, not only did they give a first place, but then they named in order how shitty you were. I think we got last place. And that was the, so that was a very grounding moment for me. Cause I'm like, Whoa, people in Wyoming do not like us. We belong to no state, Sean. <laughs> I mean, there is a rivalry between Colorado and Wyoming, and I'm sure it came into play in that voting. That has to be why we got fifth place out of five. Um, <laughs> You're lucky you were even invited. <laughs> Take your rice peel off and shut your mouth. <laughs> like mm, courtesy. No, we had to buy a table. Oh, you had to pay for your rice peel off. That's the and other I- thing about the Colorado Broadcasters Association. Every time you nominate yourself, it's 35 bucks. You want to nominate yourself for best afternoon show? 35 bucks. You want to nominate yourself for best station? 35 bucks. You want to nominate yourself for best station <laughs> contest? 35 That's bucks. That's it. I'm coming up with my own awards <laughs> and everyone who wants to be a winner in the awards, I am going to, you got to give me 40 bucks, 40 bucks. Big and- deal. Yeah, this is a great deal. Uh, Let's end today by not only thanking people for listening, um, 5,000 listeners, Sean. I know you don't like numbers, but I'm really proud of that number. And uh, so thank you to everybody who's tuned in. Be sure to uh, click that auto, auto, what is it? Auto download. Subscribe, auto download. Yeah, all of that stuff. And Just keep uh, listening because this is Sadie's only thing. That's all she's got. A big thank you to our friends at the Spice and Tea Exchange in Fort Collins. That's right. If you go to their Fort Collins location, I know it well. It's by the Super Target. And uh, you walk in there. Not, and they also have a tea bar. I love it. I can go in there and I can get myself some tea. They just have everything. And again, you could get 10% off. You got to go into the store. But that's good because then you could sniff everything. And I love I hope going that, in there. Like they don't, the stuff that you sniff, if you put it on your nose, then it goes in some sort of pile, right? <laughs> All right, that's it for today. Have wait, a good day. Wait. No, listen, you are screwing up this. Uh, so just go to spiceandtea.com. <laughs> Sean, you bastard. <laughs> just go to spiceandtea.com. This is my bread and butter, and you just keep fucking around. <laughs>
Are you okay. done yet? Just go to spiceandtea.com or again, stop into the store in Fort Collins. Get 10% off if you mention Sadie has no friends, which you might have been mentioning that anyway. Now you're going to get 10% off for it. Good deal. Deep doop. See you later. Yeah. Okay, bye.